to London's The Winner's Paradigm Podcast here. This week, we got my man Justin Haziri on the podcast. He has an amazing story in which he was addicted to pharmaceutical drugs that were prescribed to him, and it actually led him to withdrawals off benzos, which if you don't know, you know, could be fatal. So Justin's one of those that he's putting his heart into it. He makes these motivational content. He has a business where he's helping you, you know, make these graphics for people, make these videos that are going to mirror to their brand, which he did one for me, and I fucking loved it. Uh, but Justin's a great individual, and what he's really doing out there is helping people. He's focusing on running marathons and really breaking through, and has a group called Goals Over Benzos, where he's helping people overcome those benzo addiction and withdrawal. So you're going to want to stick around for this episode. Now for some quick household items. Um, first thing I want to say is go to thewinnersparadigm.com, subscribe. That's going to be the best way that you're going to be able to um, stick with the podcast, hear anything for The Winner's Paradigm, Alpha Influence Media, if you're trying to get aligned to your ideal guest shows to provide maximum impact and then number two just leave a five-star rating that way we can be able to keep this podcast going and we can be able to show people hey this is the fucking winner's paradigm where we teach you how to recalibrate your mindset so you can achieve your definition of success we also want to thank our sponsor um my fit life if you go to myfitlife.com use the discount code twp20 you get 20 percent off on all products as always you know the full spectrum i'm using for migraines and then i'm also using um topicals for before i work out at the gym putting it on my knees shoulders elbows hips and it's allowing me to be able to push through those workouts this is just in haziri's episode you're going to want to stick around because this man is a badass let's get it guys Got my story, you got yours I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left My man, Justin, thank you for coming on the show today, brother. It's been an honor getting to know you, talking a little bit, and now finally able to have you on sharing your story. So with further ado, brother, would you mind telling us you know, where you're at today, um, how great your mission is, and where you're coming from? Yes, sir. My name is Justin Missouri. I am a running fanatic, a recovering alcoholic, um, and my mission these days and for the past six years, I am recovering from a very traumatic brain injury, a pharma-induced brain injury. Took a medication as prescribed. We'll get into it. it. It absolutely temporarily devastated my life. So my mission is all I think about it every day is how can I bounce back from this injury and how can I at least motivate others to try to do the same with the same uh similar injury i got a group called goals over benzos where we where that's the mission right there that is awesome brother and you know I've, I've read um and listened to a lot of you when you're speaking about it you know and on how you were going through the the your problem and, and battling it right so in your case yeah, um first point we'll touch up there you know is initially when you were battling it and you started figuring out, like you said, now you're an avid runner. Um, 
what was one of those things that you were looking for that was able to kind of pry you out of that state where you're like, you know what, I'm struggling right now. Um, I know this is from the pharmaceuticals, but there was another sector mm-hmm. of life. As you said, you know, you thought I could either live this life and be taking this and, and admit to it, or, you know, there's that next step there. So what was that driving factor that kind of flipped that on for you, brother? Let's see. Okay. So with the running, like the, what, all the goals that I got into kind of started off as like, it just started off as a way to pass the time, really, to be honest with you, because everybody on these benzo withdrawal sites and these support groups were uh, people who had already healed from like the worst of it. We're saying the main thing that's going to heal uh, your GABA receptors, because that, I mean, like my serotonin and my dopamine and the GABA receptors are all messed up. And that was causing, that's what was causing all this crazy chemical terror and depression and all this type of stuff. They said time would heal the body. So I treated it like kind of like prison. I was like, okay, I just need to get through every single day as quickly as possible. And the way that I started to pass the time more quickly was running, playing the guitar. And then I started teaching myself how to type. And then that led me into the whole (laughs) online world of entrepreneurship eventually. But um, so that I just wanted to pass the time as quickly as possible. And two, I always felt like I was plugged up to a freaking car battery. I had so much adrenaline just going through my freaking body all the time and it was maddening. And I, I like, I had to find some sort of of outlet and I couldn't like when I was in rehab, that outlet was pushups. I would do literally hundreds of freaking pushups when I was in rehab. And that was my kind of saving grace mentally. But then I injured my back pretty severely once, um, once I got completely off. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have that outlet. So I, I found running and running helped a lot with that. Just trying to get all that juice out, man, because <laughs> I had a lot of it. And um, so I, I figured I'd turn it into a superpower. That is awesome, brother. And, and what I love about that, too, is you took multiple things there. Like you said, typing, running and playing the guitar. Those are difficult for most people. And in my case, I know guitar running is not my thing. Um, and right. typing, I still have problems with. So you challenge yourself, brother. Like you said, you know, you took it day by day. You wanted the time to go quickly, but you acknowledge that, hey, like you said, it's a form of prison. It sucks, but you're getting through it. And I, I understand yeah. 100%, you know, in your case, what you're going through. Um, I went through the same thing, tore all the cartilage in my right knee, was put on antidepressants. It's a neuroblocker. Mm. Um, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to take it. You're going to take this medication, take it first day, you know, panic attacks. And I'm like, why yeah, am I yeah. shaking, crying? And my roommate, <laughs> I was in the, the barracks at the time. Uh, my roommate was like, yo, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. Took it at work. I'm sitting there. One of my Marines is hugging me because I was crying. And I was like, yeah, this isn't it for me. You know, I went through the same thing. And then kind of with my command, they noticed all this stuff was going down. Plus the, the, um, doc we had she ended up telling them so they're like oh he's depressed start treating him differently you know so you're (laughs) you're right you know in that case like running for you was great because that was where you're able to release everything 
And my case, you know, it was, I've always loved going to the gym and doing that, but it was more um, hitting that roadblock. Cause like I said, I hurt the knee. So I'm already depressed because I'm like, my knee sucks. Um, I can't do certain things. And that's where, you know, using those words, like can't forced me into it. Right. Where I was like, well, I can't do this. So it limits me to X, Y, and Z where, where it was like, maybe I just have to adapt. Maybe I got to, I got to start working out a little bit differently. I got to figure it out. You know, I got to take care of myself, wear better shoes, knee wraps every time. I got to put CD, you know, on my knees because I know they're going to keep aching every day. So for yeah. me, you know, it was finding all those things to make my one thing happen, which before, you know, was giving me all the problems was not even finding the solution. It just really was admitting to it. Hey, it's going to suck. Like you said you're going to go through it, you know? So I love how in your case, you said that. And then you also brought it into, you know, in your case, um, when you were working on those three things, typing led you into the entrepreneur space and now you're starting your own business. Yeah. Hell yeah. One of those things where it's like, Hey, you don't know what's going to happen. And in your case, you know, how did that happen where you're like that momentum? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, one thing leads to another when you're on a, when you just keep on having that momentum is bound to happen. You know what I mean? Absolutely brother. And that's what I love as well with the content you put, you post as well. It's all inspirational. You're helping people get better. Um, And from there, you know, you're you're delivering that message, right? So, so your mission statement was, was, it was something along that line, right? Yeah. And, and real quick to go back to the running, I want to mention that like when I first got off, I couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. And before, like I physically couldn't speak. I couldn't make sentences. My, uh, I can't remember the part of your brain, but uh, that it affects for this particular part. But I had aphasia basically where I couldn't talk. And before this incident, before this whole thing went down, that was kind of like, my identity, man. Like I love people. I love being around people. Um, and I was a very talkative. So when I could no longer talk, dude, I, I had to find a new way of expressing myself. And, um, so, cause I would listen to all these motivational speakers like Les Brown, Eric Thomas, all mm-hmm. the heavy hitters. And I was like, well, how the hell can I express Cause they were making me feel some type of way. Right. Like, damn, I want to change my whole life around. How can I express that to other people when I can't even talk? And then the idea hit, well, everybody understands what a marathon is, right? Everybody, when they hear about a marathon, they're like, okay, yeah, that guy's fighting for something. We don't, you know, you might not understand what it is, but he's fighting for something. So that's what, uh, that really brought the marathon stuff on. And, um, but back to the typing, like I was working on this stinky, nasty, it's the worst job I've ever had. I was working on this crab boat and for my cousin for like barely over $5 an hour, which is insane. And um, so, but my dad mentioned one time, he was like, man, you need to figure out how you can make some money online. So as we all do, I went down the rabbit hole. And first I just, the only thing I knew about option wise was transcription. I thought that was the only way to make money online that and eBay. And I was too stupid at that time. My limiting belief was, Oh, I'm too dumb to figure out eBay. So I, I just went with transcription, learned how to type. And 
David Goggins, what I don't really necessarily like David Goggins as much as everybody else does. He just doesn't like resonate with me. But one part that did hit home was he was like, when he was talking about, uh, he's kind of self-proclaimed as stupid. I don't think he's dumb, but he's self-proclaimed as dumb. And he was like, yeah, I had to study four times longer than anybody else for this, uh, the SEALs training. And that resonated with me. I was like, okay, I got a brain injury. I'm going to have to develop a crazy otherworldly work ethic to level the playing ground here a little bit to put the odds in my favor. And I'm just going to study, 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 study. So I went to online school. I graduated medical transcription school and I got a job doing what I'm doing now for the, you know, I call it the old nine to five ball and chain. But um, that's, I mean, it, it, it helped me at least quit the crab job and this lawn care job that I had and focus more on um, the online world, which led to, you know, video editing. So it's all about that momentum. I love how you said that. It's it's the one thing and then the other. In this case, you know, it was developing that skill. It gives you momentum. You when you first started, you didn't even know if you can do anything on eBay. And and that's the craziest part I'd say about today is is like everything you can do, you can literally use off YouTube and learn, right? So I went through the you can learn it, baby. There you go. Yeah, I've I've been doing the same thing, <laughs> brother, where originally, you know, I thought I was going to be a corporate guy for a while and I was limiting myself for 10 years. And then it was going to be starting a business when in theory that didn't happen at all. Once it hit year two, not even year two, I was like, you know what, this isn't for me. Opportunity arose. I'm jumping on this, you know? So similar to you, brother, as it was taking those steps and it's like, Hey, you got to fucking figure it out one way or the other, right? We got to put our feet in front of it and then start developing those skills, you know, finding that one thing, that you're passionate about that you can be able to do. So in your case, video editing, you're able to give that inspirational impact um, and share with people your story. And then two, be able to go on other podcasts, you know, and talk about it as well. So I'd say in your case, you know, you mentioned earlier, you love people. And real, real quick, I just want to inject here because I I mean, it was a turning point for me and it might be a turning point for somebody else. But like, I mean, when I say, oh, I'm too stupid, I, I mean, that was a limiting belief for a long time, right? But then I uh, came across Tom Bilyeu. Do you know Tom Bilyeu with Impact Theory? Yes. He's a, okay. His, he's really big on, this is the first time I ever heard about growth mindset of how like you have fixed mindset where we're just either born with it or without it. And I thought that was how it was for a long time. And I was born without it, right? I definitely didn't have the entrepreneur gene, but then he was like, no, anybody can learn anything, whether to play the guitar. And it's just because I practiced my ass off for like eight hours a day. And I was like, okay, well, maybe if I just take that same discipline and apply it to this online stuff, then, and, and that dude, I, you can, like you said, YouTube university, you can learn freaking anything. There's whole college courses online. It's nuts, as I'm sure you know. <laughs> Honestly, that's one of the things I'm kind of upset about is, uh, I mean, I'm not upset. I'd say for me, is it, it took me going to college to realize that it's not for me. And, and like yeah. in your case, you know, you said that the, um, 
too stupid thing, I went through the same thing, you know, for me, I felt like a lot of things really natural for me, English. I just put bullshit on a piece of paper somehow, get good <laughs> yeah. grades, you know, but I say that because like math would be easy for me. Right. Perfect example. I flunked the college entrance exam for math. I told them that was going to happen. I flunk it because I didn't do anything for two and a half years and um, end up going into these classes like algebra one, algebra two, algebra three. And I'm like, I've already took these before. So I'm acing everything. And the professor's like, why are you doing this? You know, it's keeping you up from graduating now. Um, And it was like, hey, the school made me because I flunked the test. But at the same time, like every single week, bare minimum. And it was one of those for me where it was like, you know what, this is teaching me a lesson that it doesn't apply to me right now because in my case, you know, yeah, it taught me the lesson that sometimes you do got to work harder, you know, and and take that route. But in my case, you know, it was, Hey, I'm not passionate about this. Obviously there's something else in my case, you know, it's wanting to start the business podcasting definitely opened that up because you can only talk to so many people that Mm -hmm. have done things like yourself where you flip that script around to where you're like, you know what, I got to step my game up too, you know, or you talk right. to those people who aren't as fortunate than us and they make it happen. And you're like, well, what am I going to keep doing? Am I going to keep giving some BS excuse where I got too much things going on to start my own business or do I start it? Right. So I love how you said that there. In, right. In- I was actually uh, talking to, you know, Philip Sessions. Have yeah. you seen him? Uh, yeah, he, he had a post today. He was talking about, um, uh, something about online, but like where what we're talking about, you can literally learn anything. And it's like, dude, if you have internet access, there's no excuse to not at least try to change your life or your financial situation because everything you need, I'm not, I mean, like there's some businesses that, you know, you got to invest in more than, you know, more so financially than others, but there's still a bunch of opportunity out there for free or just a little bit of money where you can change your entire life just with a computer, which I tried to, um, you know, it's, uh, I don't talk about, I mean, I talk about entrepreneurship here and there with the goals over Benzo's group. I try to be more like whatever their goals are. uh, Cause a lot of people are so uh, still incapacitated so much that, you know, their goal for the day might just be, I want to be able to walk to my mailbox and back without freaking dying. So I, I don't try to get like too down the rabbit hole with them as far as entrepreneurship goes. But, um, I do want to let them know that, Hey, like, um, there's a lot of opportunity out there because a lot of them are agoraphobic. I was agoraphobic. I couldn't leave the house. I mean, I, I, I could, I was forced to leave the house cause I had to go to work and it was just hell on earth. So I just want to let people know like out there, whether it's a different, whether it's mine was a mental injury and physical, but if you have a physical injury, like if you're, if your legs are not working, I mean, whatever the case may be, it's all out there online and it's pretty amazing. Absolutely. And that brought into the other point that I meant to make earlier um, is there's so much opportunities like that. You can do that Google certificates and, and, yeah. and get something there. And that was one thing when I learned it, I was like, all I got to pay is $40 a month 
takes three yeah. months and I can get this and they get you a job in that field, you know? So in our case, you know, did you actually, did you end up doing that? I was looking into it at one I, time. I started one, but I have way too much things going on. And then I yeah, wanted it's a pretty to, intense uh, learning curve. It seemed like. Yeah. Well, so right now, like I said, I was finishing up school and then starting the business. So that's where I was just like, Hey, it's going to be too much for me because I'm not going to allocate that time. So eventually, yeah, I'm going to get that done just so I can have that certificate in accounting or whatever. And then I can be able to know yeah. it for my own business and at the same time use it and say, hey, I have a Google certificate in accounting and start consulting off it. Yeah, because I hear that. There you go. And then, you, say you, you say you're certified by Google. You're somebody, baby. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and a lot of them, too, they're backed up by some... Uh, universities on there so then you get the more recognition from that so th those yeah. are just simple instances right and in our case mm -hmm. you're learning all these things you know video editing that all comes on the fly you're not going to know everything first you know podcasting i did it so bad my first couple episodes i yeah. kept huffing and puffing i didn't know how to pace myself um my first interview i asked 20 minutes in all right, well, is there anything else you wanted to cover? And it was like, I didn't mean to, but I was so stuck on sticking to the script. These are the right, questions right. I got to do. I need to go through them. And it wasn't natural, you know? So a lot of times yeah. in, in cases, you know, where people are battling addiction or anything else and you're working through it, you're like, hey, I can't do this because again, the limiting beliefs like that, well, we're not learning. Um, I was at a mortgage brokerage and I failed my mortgage exam three times you know and it was one of those where it was like i was stuck in an intermediate position making minimum wage and it was making me irritated and yes you know i'd make my commissions that were a little more but eventually i had to move on from that and it was one of those where it was like am i stupid like why do i keep <laughs> failing at this this is yeah. the only thing you know besides like chemistry and geometry that ever like i looked at it was just like yeah i don't get this no matter how much work i put in and it was right. like, maybe right now that's not for me because I have too much going on and I need to peel it back. Well, then once I did that, you know, I quit the job that wasn't going to support me when I needed them um, and, and started taking care of myself. That's where, you know, it sparked for me where it was like, I actually have all the tools. I'm doing a lot better now. I'm more creative than I've ever been because I was able to afford those things. So in your case, you know, yeah. when, you, when you're doing your running, um, what are your kind of self-care rituals like that's going to help you prepare for your day or any adversity that comes up in that day, Rilla? I don't really have, um, <laughs> uh, I don't like, if you're talking about, like, I know some people wake up and they do their, hit their meditation, like they say their prayers and they hit their meditation and then they, um, maybe like do a workout and then they hit the work, right. Or cold showers. And that's, I don't really have a ritual. I'm just kind of like, I, I wake up, I throw in my iPod and I go, you know, and two, uh, I had to learn through messing up my ankle that you can't do, you have to stretch <laughs> for a marathon. Um, so I do have some stretching rituals for that. Um, but I don't know, man, I, I like to just, I just get up and go. That's my thing. Well, you did, you did mention two there. You did stretching and then putting the music on. I'm the same way, brother. Um, I would do that. I always walked to school growing up. Either we lived 
one time, at one point in time, three miles away and walked home every day. And that was the highlight of my day was uh, just being a music head, you know, it was like, oh, I get this whole time. I'm going to listen to it. So that's where I was downloading (laughs) like old Pink Floyd albums. And I'm just like walking, listening to this. And I'm like, this is the weirdest shit I've ever heard. But it's also the best music I've ever heard. And it was like taking all that time to where like now, for instance, new music comes out and I'm like trying to take that time but I don't have as much as I used to. So that's where I'm like, Hey, you know, so in a lot of times I know for me back then, when I was going through a lot of things, that was where, you know, until the day I still do put music on and it helps you clear through, you know, that cycle when you're working yeah. through it, when you're on that run, you're listening to that message. It's one. Of yeah. Those and things. I do have like, as far as the music goes, I guess this is a ritual. I have what I call the hustle playlist. There you go. Where it's specific, like every single song is just a damn banger, right? Like something that has inspired me. So I keep that. I don't listen to, you know, a podcast about bird watching or I don't listen to just some song, some nilly dilly song. It's, it's specific. It's like it trains my brain to be in hustle mode 24-7. So I guess that's a ritual of sorts. I'm the same exact way. Um, in my case, you know, deliberate what with what kind of music I'm listening to, to where it's yeah. like, all right, you know, if I can go to the gym early in the morning, then yeah, I might listen to the harder stuff. But then I've also realized like, hey, at the same time, we got to do something. So for me, it's like, hey, just put it in the AirPod in, you know, and I'll get something going. And that way I'm able to somewhat decompress. So when things come mm-hmm. up on the fly, I'm able to actually, um, combat them right so in your case brother last thing here you know what would you tell somebody right now who's currently trying to recalibrate their mindset and get to that next level but they don't know where to start you get to the next level i'd say i say whatever your goals are for me like i had my situation and i just knew that hey my life (laughs) because of this situation is going to be significantly harder than it might have been otherwise. But I learned that with work ethic, that that's the, I mean, you hear it all the time, all the big dogs saying, you might be smarter than me, you might be prettier than me, you might be funnier than me, but you're not going to outwork me. If you can have a goal in mind that you have no idea if you can do it at all and but if you just say, hey, I'm going, I, I have no idea what, how I'm going to approach this, but I know that I'm going to set aside five hours today to at least try to start figuring it out. And as that time turns in from five hours to eight hours, you're going to be, you're going to learn the lingo and then you're going to learn like the questions, the right questions to ask. And you, at first, you probably didn't even know what questions to ask. And, you, and then like that momentum And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you're doing it. You're like, oh, crap. Like, now I know what I'm doing. Then it turns into a routine. It turns into muscle memory. And it actually becomes fun. So I just say discipline is the biggest biggest thing. Nobody, a lot of people don't like the word. Entrepreneurs love the word. It's the only way to get things done. That'd be my advice. 100% agree with you on that one. Um, You've got to have that discipline. You know, that's going to take you to put that one foot in the other. And I know in a lot of cases, it's like, I don't want to get up today. Well, you got to do it, you know, cause somebody's yeah, counting on just... you. You're counting on yourself to make it happen. Cause if you don't, 
and it doesn't happen, the only one to blame is yourself. So I 100%, you know, agree with you. And it all starts with, you know, that, that first, um, I'm big on energy. And, and that's one of the reasons is like, once it's early in that morning, you know, I'm trying to make sure we're smiling, we're doing something good. So it just rolls. Because like you said, once that momentum, once you put that hours in, you know, and it's, and that's part of the um, 10,000 hours theory, you know, is it's, when you put that more and more time, you slowly become that expert. In our case, you know, we're putting so much to it to where it starts flowing, starts clicking. And then you're able yeah. to actually, like you said, have those questions. That's so dang huge. Like I've been in meetings <laughs> with, with high level people. And it's just like, all of a sudden one day I'm thinking, and then the next day it's like, am I stupid? Like, why am I not coming up creative? Why do you not have any questions? Hey brother, do you yeah. got anything? I'm like, nope you know and it really comes out i was just stressed out i didn't have time to think i didn't map it out as clearly as i wanted to maybe i needed to do that so in my case you know for, for instance i went hiking the other day and all of a sudden you know one little thing inspired me to step up and do so much more and all of a sudden i was thinking you know in a different direction that allowed me yeah. to get closer to that goal versus before where it was like just sitting here twiddling my thumbs, dealing with it. So I love the way you said that there, brother. Um, and where could anybody find you, Justin, if they wanted to hear more about your mission? Yeah, I mean, just and everything from you. Sorry, the uh, the internet is kind of you cut it out for a second. What was that last part? Oh no, I was just saying, um, where could anybody find you if they wanted to be able to find more about you, hear more about your amazing mission, brother? Yeah, so on Facebook, I mean, I, I'm basically only active on Facebook, uh, social media-wise. I have a meeting to get more involved with uh, LinkedIn on Thursday. But anyways, yeah. for right now, it's Justin Hazuri. Look me up on Facebook, and it'll be the profile with the no time for that assistance. There's a little cartoon guy, a little video editor, and Iron Man logo. Um, and then also www.notimeforthatassistance.com uh, is my website. It's an older website. Um, this is back when I was trying to do everything at one time. Now I've just zeroed in on video editing, but that's where they can find me at. There you go, brother. Both of those to the description. It's been a pleasure talking to you today, my friend. We're going to have to have you on in the future talking about it. But thank you again, Justin. It was an honor, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you, sir. I've got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, 